I can't believe I just spent time hearing that. Hello and welcome everyone to episode 8 of Jabba's Pit Crew. Today I am lonely soul in this house where we record usually, um, but I am still here through the waves of the internet and all that. Um, <laughs> online with Cody. You are not alone. Aiden. You are never alone. And Adrian. Hey, let's go. Hey. We found a way to do a group call and record it, so that's how we're going to do it today. Hey, Editing Lucas here. Just a quick note before we get into the episode. The voices from the other guys might clip out once in a while because of the way we had to record. It might not sound that great, so bear with us for this episode or two. Thanks. That's alright. We're sick. And we apologize in advance for that. We might be coughing up a couple lungs, but... That's Do not right. apologize for your own sickness. <laughs> I'm not sick. I just have stitches in my mouth. So, what did we think about the episode? Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Episode mm, 6. Yeah. Like, Oof. oh, oh boy. It that was episode was so, good. was so jam-packed. <clears throat> yeah. No. How would it start? Um, it started off with them. It picked up right after um, at that G J R G G R C. The G R C, yeah. The G R C headquarters or whatever, or where they were making um the the plans to um, to vote everything off. To vote on the the borders. Yep. Uh, we saw Carly. We saw Sam. We saw Bucky. We saw um. We saw Sharon. Sharon. Who was in disguise. Which is, spoilers. Uh, yeah, spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But that that disguise she was in, that's also from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's from, yes, it's it's from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but it's also from uh, Black Widow uses it during the Winter Soldier to get into the uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. headquarters or to uh, become one of the, uh, like, the leaders and then I forget his name to, to like ambush him. But yeah, like same tech. So it was cool to see. So, someone explain to me why did she need to hide herself? Like, because she's no one knows on who she really is. Well, she's she the wanted. Yeah, I don't know. She's wanted. That's that's all I can From say. From who? Shield. Shield she, like, er... Who? By the time after Wait. Endgame, Shield is oh. almost not a thing anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So why okay, is she okay. hiding from Shield? Um, no she's shield. sorry. She's not hiding from Shield. She's hiding from the government because the government, um, like she she committed like a, a uh, I don't want to say treason, but <laughs> she uh, like she committed a crime by giving them back their uh, Shield and wings. We're talking about Sharon, not yeah. Yeah, Sharon was the one that got Cap his shield and Sam his wing back. I feel like Cody's a bit confused. <laughs> no? Yeah, I didn't really see a need for her to be in that kind of tech, but all right. That Sharon... Regardless, Sharon's been on there. the run from the U.S. government for two years or something. Yeah. So she wasn't technically supposed to be there because she didn't want to get caught. That's why she had that disguise. But kind of doesn't really make sense because for the rest of that episode she didn't wear it yeah she just yeah. She, if she wanted to hide she should have just kept it on the entire time i know but i digress oh well, well didn't really see a point yeah but then we get sam's entrance sam's mm -hmm. entrance was much needed reveal rather than opening up a box oh yeah yeah, hundred oh, yeah. percent. Yeah, opening up the box wouldn't have done it justice. Just right there. Oh, it's a very, very much canonical. Like, that's exact. Like, almost. I'm pretty sure that's exactly down to the box. Mm -hmm. So I was very happy to see that. 
The wings, um, though. They're so The wings, nice. though. And you, he, he, like, grounds them. Uh, he, like, shoves yeah. the wings in the ground so it, like, gives him support. That... Sheesh! Sheesh! <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good. Our men's be also training with the shield and with wings. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, that was good. <laughs> his his functionality in this episode was just ridiculous. Yeah. Well, and him putting the shield on his back the same way that Steve Rogers did, like, because it's oh. the same tech, like, oh. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't really understand how else he would have done it other than exactly <laughs> like Steve. <laughs> yeah, that's facts. Can <laughs> you imagine? He just like puts it. He he does it upside down instead of he he does it like underneath his back instead of on top of his. Like... <laughs> he wraps the shield between his legs underneath and straps it on his back that way. He just like chucks it between his legs onto his back. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, right after right when he crashes into that window, the guy's like, "Aren't you the the Falcon?" He's like, "I'm Captain Black America. Falcon, Black Falcon, whatever." Captain America. I'm Captain America. <laughs> yep. And then he's like, I thought Captain America was on the moon. <laughs> yeah. Not anymore. That's funny. And Okay, we didn't get... I, I definitely think there's going to be a season two. Um, or a movie. <laughs> or something, yeah. There's going to be something after, obviously. Yeah. Obviously, it's Marvel, but... The guy who wrote the scripts for Falcon Winter Soldier, the TV series, is apparently in stages of writing a Captain America 4. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. They're they're co-writing it. Yeah, like yep. insanely early stages. So that's not going to happen for the next four years. But it's because yeah, it's because Captain America Four is going to have Sam in it instead of like Sam is going to be Captain America. Yeah, I I don't really care if that happens, but oh, I'm psyched regardless. It's got to have Old Man Cap. That's all I want. It's got to have old man Steve Rogers because that's that's his superhero name. <laughs> no, Super old man Cap. His, no, his his superhero name is Steve Rogers in the comics. In the comics, yeah. Give me, give me old Chris Evans, and I don't care what else they do in that Captain America movie. Uh, uh, mm, <laughs> well, no, I think you would, but you would. <laughs> I think you would care. Okay, what else? <laughs> Try um, me. <laughs> then right after that, um, it goes to Bucky. And uh -huh. he's talking on the phone with Carly. Uh-huh. Trying to talk it out, talk her out of it. Carly's getting, like, was increasingly getting, like, more uh, <laughs> hysterical. Or, I don't know, not hysterical, Edgy. but, like, more... More... I really, I really didn't like her in the by the end of the series. Yeah, no, I didn't like her either. I thought she was going to have, like, a redemption. I thought she would, like... But turns out the person we thought, or the person that got the redemption, wasn't who we expected. And I'm kind of glad for that. Yeah. But uh, I think, yeah. What? Okay. So she, they're fighting. Um, goes off. They they start. They go plan. Uh, Sam goes to fight. Uh, the the boxer. I forget his name. John. Bucky was supposed to like grab the the senators and but carly like distracted him so he called took him away what else then john i think that's when john comes in right or am I... Um, no i think he came in later no he comes in a bit later it was it was kind of like uh, carly's morality test which absolutely fails when she's on the phone yeah. with bucky and then uh -huh. Sharon comes in, and she's infiltrating. She's not infiltrating. She's kind of just taking out the uh, those trucks because all the senators are escaping in the trucks, and she's going to the drivers to figure out who's actually a flex manager. Yeah. And uses like mercury compounds to like yeah. So like guy's face, and I was kind of like kind of creeped out by that because it's like, Sharon, how far down have you gone? Yeah, that. That 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 was foreshadowing because I've like she's a shield agent like they don't usually they don't usually use like lethal I don't know I don't know I felt like that yeah like it, I felt like it was shadowing it was willing to do that kind of stuff mm -hmm. she's obviously not Stop a good people. person anymore <sighs> yeah and then she's seen was... what the world can do and she's disappointed in it so she wants to change it yeah kind of like, like a very villain thing yeah. 
And then you got Sam taking on Pierre as a regular yeah. man other than Steve, because Steve took the guy on. He was a super soldier. And he didn't have the easiest time with Pierre, but he still beat him. But Sam taking on Pierre as a regular-sized man, to use Sam's quotes, <laughs> and he was pretty successful, in, in my opinion, I think. Before he flies off in a dope way. Yeah, there's one part in that fight when he uh, kicks his shield up and it hits Pierre right in the face. <laughs> oh, it, I just rewatched it. It's so good. Uh, I just have the episode open here so I can look at stuff. Mm-hmm. I did that for the last two weeks. I don't know how it's not open yet. Dream <laughs> <laughs> now, watch the chair. Did they change the desktop look on Disney Plus? What? I don't know. Yeah, and then he jumps down, jumps out the window. Yeah, jumps out the window. Helicopter, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then goes to Carly and some of her followers, and you can tell here that their beliefs, I think it would be, don't really align that well anymore. Because she wants to go a bit over the edge to get what she wants, but the, her followers don't really agree with her. She almost, like, loses trust in her followers because her, t- her morals and her ideas have completely changed from you got to keep it on the down low to, oh, yeah, I don't care if I die. Mm-hmm. And her followers are like, bro, what? I don't want to die. <laughs> yeah. That's why she was like one world, one people, and then they were just kind of silent. And then, or she said one world, and then she had to repeat. Okay, I was confused by that scene. Too. Yeah. Well, okay, so she's like one world, and then they're like one people. <laughs> I thought that was always like an old Wakanda say it, but like, oh, that's later on the episode. But um, they like the policemen say that to the to the guys. They're like one world, one people, and then they. It is technically later on in the episode. I understand that. But I wanted to make the connection because mm, yeah. he said one world, one people, and then they blew up the So I was a little confused but they by that scene. The car, though. Yeah, they they did. Not not the not the people, but like the guy that Yeah, I, they were like, Oh, they'd rather like sacrifice themselves than go to jail or something like that. Which I don't know. I don't know if it was just me watching it, like, but I got so many weird vibes from just the way they filmed a lot of this stuff. Yeah. yeah. It was like, they 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 had uh, Sam's, we'll get to it later, but his speech was just kind of like, oh. it was dope, but it was, it was like, dope. why wasn't he on a stage mm-hmm. talking in front of everyone in, in, our, in that city there? Well, and there's like, yeah, it was getting filmed like... though, so I like you saw like the filming, and it was like mm-hmm. on everybody's TV. Yeah. So know, I mean, that's where I was watching it. But... I know, but it wasn't on the scale that it kind of deserved. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. And they cut a, or they jumped around a fair bit. I pretty, I'm pretty sure they had a lot more lot lines in this show, and they took out a lot of it due to the lockdowns. Probably. Like this, this, like the show that we got was not the show that they wanted to give us. Same with, same with WandaVision. I still feel like sure. this Falcon Winter Soldier was definitely better than WandaVision. Oh yeah, sure. In that sense, like they, they did such a good job. I feel overall. like, I feel like it's because Sam and Bucky have been in more MCU movies and they have a bit more of a stronger background and yeah. a stronger tie to the main characters like Steve Rogers. Whereas... Vision and Wanda were more of, uh, let's say. Like I mean, Vision is literally background in human form. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a lot of people in human form, but he, his Paul Paul Bettany's been in every single MCU movie. I mean, really, yeah. in yeah. some form, whether it's yeah, voiceover Jarvis. for Jarvis or playing the human form of Jarvis. Hmm. But I mean, like as Vision himself. That's that's what I mean. As the human form of vision, that was like the back, maybe <laughs> four. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then we go from Carly and her followers to Sam in the helicopter, I think. It yeah, is. so we had that yeah. little helicopter oh. chase scene. Uh, I actually liked that, like, Red Wing got, like, an upgrade, kind of, if you guys noticed. Yeah, two of them. Like, Red Wing, like, could tell. He was like, oh, yeah, this, this girl knows how to fly. Yeah. It was like, okay. And then they, like, uh, chucked him. Oh, like, he did that spinning, like, shield kick. Or, I don't know. It was cool. <laughs> I also was a little, like, I, I realized that, like, all of the action was happening in the first half of the episode. Like, yeah, I was like, oh. Feel like doing that. Yeah. And then they had, like, the the rest of the stuff afterwards. So I, th- I thought that was a little, um, a little uh, like, interesting, at least. They had the, um, what you know, else? It, like, it they... wasn't near as bad as episode five, though, for <laughs> action in the beginning and everything else after. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Let's like let's face it. If you want to go based on action, episode five is the worst one. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, yeah I think but it is some. It's some of the most powerful themes. So we're talking about episode six. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In that first, uh, Sam t- uh, saves that person. I forget who it was, but on the bridge with his uh, wings, right as the yeah. helicopter crashes down. Yeah, yeah. That was sweet. Yeah, because that it was like a news helicopter or something. And then he saved the pilots. Yeah. Red Wing pulled out the one guy and let the one guy down. And then he put his wings around and then the oh, yeah. helicopter actually bounced off the shield on his back. Yeah, that was kind of cool. That was sick. He, he kind of pulled off a little bit of a Thor move there. Because uh, Infinity War, Thor comes down from the sky and he does like a flippy thingy and then he throws his axe kind of thing. He does a flip, throws his axe at the end of the flip, and it powers straight through Thanos' beam. And in this episode, Sam does a front flip with the shield, does the same maneuver with the shield, and completely obliterates the pilot. Yeah. And the helicopter cockpit. That was a cool little nod, I thought. But... Yeah. Yeah. Then we go to uh, Flag Smashers taking over the trucks. Oh man, we're backtracking now. No, no, we're not. No, not. No, dude, the flash bashers take over the the trucks so no. darn quick in the episode. No, they do it twice. No, they do it twice. Yeah, this is like when they're on the streets, and then this is where Bucky comes on the bikes. Yeah, and then the the trailer scene where where he jumps off the bike. Yeah, and not gonna lie, kind of obliterates this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how is he still alive? <laughs> That's He's a super soldier. <laughs> um, what else? Yeah, but um, I, like, I like this scene because when, I mean, I don't like the Carly sets a truck on fire, but I like this scene because it shows the Bucky has changed from the Winter Soldier to Bucky, and he saves the people from that truck. Yeah, he made a conscious decision to do that. Well, that's the same with John, right? Yeah. We had that scene with John where he was, um. John comes in and is, saves the truck instead of going after. And this is why I love John Walker so much at the end of this art, by the end of the series. Yeah. Like his morality completely flips around. I mean, yeah, it's within like a, an episode, but at the same time, it's like, it kind of makes a lot of sense. Cause it's kind of in this, the, uh, the desperate moments yeah. that he makes the right decisions, the stuff that he wasn't making earlier in the series. Because he has had character development, his character arc for the for the season one is completed, but it's also yeah. Just but <laughs> I we don't know whether or not some of that was influenced by the fact that um, Madame Hydra or uh, what's her name? I forget. Contessa. Actual name. Uh, Contessa. Contessa. Yeah, Val. Um, just say Val. Yeah. Val. Yeah. Whether or not she influenced him to do uh, that. Although we can't actually say Val, for you to think it. <laughs> <laughs> but she's not here, so it doesn't matter. Okay, that's true. That's fair. We'll stick with Val. Um, yeah, like, that was... Like, he... Yeah, I mean, like, I... I, I respect him at the end, but I still think he was kind of, like, he was... He's stupid. He saved the truck. That was like a... It was a moment I was like, okay, 
he's coming around, but also he's being influenced by Hydra now. So sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, he's... which isn't a good thing. Are we are we kind of forgetting the Walker and Bucky tree, uh, team up there? Uh that was good. No, no, I don't think so. I mean, yeah, like they team up, they go uh... a little bit. It's not like overly yeah. long, but I was like, yes, let's go. I wanted this since the beginning of the series. I wanted them to team up. And they kind of did. They kind of like dropped their egos and they team up to fight a bigger threat, which are the Flag Smashers, which they kind of said beginning of the series. Hold up. I yeah. just want to backtrack a little bit. Are, are, you, are you loading? Anyways, um, when Walker uh, Walker's entrance, then he says um, something like that Carly didn't care for Lamar's life. That w- that hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she said something about lives that don't matter, and then he was like, you don't, you don't think, think Lamar... Lamar's life matters. Yeah. yeah. And just that whole, he's... like, he's like, are you serious? <laughs> In that point, I was like, John, kick her ass. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if you, like, do the same maneuvers as you did to her buddy. At this point, like, just destroy her, because Lamar was dope. Like, earlier, as that in the earlier episodes, I was kind of more leaning towards, like, the Flag Smashers, and, like, I wanted them to, like, in the, like, in the beginning, they wanted peace, whatever, but as the show went on, Charlie just became more of a, a super soldier and wanted stuff her. Her, her desperate, she's got, she gets more desperate throughout the series, and when you've got people who are desperate to try and make peace, things go wrong every time. Mm-hmm. Innocent yeah. lives matter. Or innocent lives are destroyed in every sort of plot around based on, oh, we need peace so we can't kill anybody. It's like, yeah, you're going to be ending, you're going to kill people and you're not going to survive. That's simple as a hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, like I said before, Carly gets increasingly just, like, venomous. <laughs> yeah. She just becomes more and more unlikable as the, even just the episode progresses, like. But we'll get to that in, like, a couple seconds or a couple minutes, but then they do, I have the duo, they have a trio team up a little bit, scouring for Carly. Yeah. Where it's Bucky and John, and then, um, and then Sharon, or but Sharon that we that we don't know, like she like turns up, but uh, it's yeah, like Bucky, Bucky and John, and then uh, Sam going out looking for her. Then she doesn't. And then, but that's a ways from now. Yeah. Like before that, um. Sam knocks the guy out of the helicopter. Yeah. And like he like he phoned the chick that was in in the helicopter and then yeah. he was like, "Oh yeah, you have to take controls, right?" And he just like yeah, blasted the guy right out of the cockpit. <laughs> and yeah. threw him into the water. We also have that savage and then yeah. Carly and Walker as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then Carly which is Carly and Walker fight. Stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, what I also wanted to point out that was really cool is after after he said you don't think Lamar's life mattered when he threw the shield and then Carly like went and kicked it, you see the look on her face like holy crap, I can't believe I did that. But I don't think she <laughs> recognized that that's not the actual shield. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, maybe she did, maybe she didn't. Yeah. Do you think hypothetically, do you, you would do you think if Sam because at this point, Sam has the actual cap shield. If Sam threw the shield the way Walker did, do you think Carly would kick it, despite it being full vibranium? Do you think she knows the difference? Do you actually think she knows the difference? I don't know. It's possible. Yeah, I don't know. That scene was it's just kind of... tell from further away. She probably couldn't tell from further away. Realistically, even if it was the vibranium shield, she probably could have still kicked it. Although I think I think she wouldn't have stayed as in like in as much control. Like if she went and kicked it, it probably would have hit her foot pretty darn hard, and oh, yeah. she might have been like thrown to the ground, but still kicked it away. 
well, if you think of, I think T'Challa's suit made of vibranium, it takes in that uh, absorbs the yeah, kinetic the field and then shoots it out. I'm trying to sound smart. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. The kinetic energy there. Yeah. Yeah, because science. <laughs> but yeah, and then Carly drives the truck off the edge, and then Walker makes yeah. Walker makes the quick second decision to to save the people in the truck, which I thought was like that was that was redeeming for him, oh, yeah. definitely. You could almost yeah. say, and then he doesn't because they they like yeah. Carly like attacks him. Yeah, like they, they're like, yeah. They drag him to the ground, and then Sam catches it. And it's like, oh yeah. See, that's how you do a rescue scene because mm-hmm. it makes. Hundred percent. It makes a lot of sense for Sam to be at the bottom ca- catching the bloody thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, out of nowhere. Too is you don't even notice. Yeah, like you literally can't even tell that he's there. Yeah. You can't even tell that he shows up. But then when and the it, truck, it makes yeah. so much sense. I love mm-hmm. it. Can we uh, appreciate, despite Carly's little <laughs> hateful character arc. The uh, the aggression she has fighting Sam when they go and find her later. Yeah. And yeah. she's like, fight me, fight me, fight me. And Sam's like, Yeah, no, she's like aggressive. You. She's like unreasonable. Like, yeah, I If the if the writers gave it to Sam, I would have been completely okay with them saying I can do this all day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for yeah. him to say that. I was waiting for him to say that. You didn't get that from Steve Rogers at the end of Endgame, and I was annoyed. I'm still annoyed by that. I just want to, like, yeah. real quick back up. Um, when they're still down underneath the truck, Sam- Carly throws, like, a rebar or something, or a crowbar at Bucky, and then he just catches it like it's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. That was like, reflexes, just like, fuck, nice try. Just, like, catching that <laughs> shield and catches that knife. I think she was actually trying to throw it at John. I don't know. But Yeah, but still. Well, because yeah. she wanted to kill Captain America, and in her eyes, that's who that was. Yeah. Yeah. John freaking Walker. And right before that, that's when, like, the, the old guy says, oh, it's the Black Falcon, and then the guy, other guy says, nah, that's Captain America. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, in the first scene, yeah, in the first scene, I just quickly rewatched it with sound, when Sam says, I'm Captain America... The other guy just asks, who are you? He doesn't actually say anything like, oh, are you this person? He just says, who are you? And then Sam's just like, I'm Captain America. And then in this one, somebody that was watching said that too, which was really cool. It, it's, it shows by the end of the series that Sam is like fully on board with taking the mantle of Captain America. And it took the Isaiah Bradley character to make that Mm-hmm. conviction in Sam's brain to finally go, oh yeah, I, I should do it. Yeah. Because there was a lot of doubt from Sam's brain, obviously, and there's a lot of doubt from Isaiah even, because he's like, no self-respecting black man would ever be Captain America and pay homage to the American flag for what mm-hmm. they did to them in the in the war. Yeah. So, I think Sam was like, no, we need to, like, I need to prove this guy wrong to some degree. He's very much on the right for no self-respecting black man would want to do it. But I want to do it. If this title is given to me by the guy, uh, the Steve Rogers himself, I should probably do it. Mm-hmm. And he says that in his speech, but that, to that in just a sec. Yeah. And then we get about halfway, 22 minutes in, Sharon reveals herself as a power broker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bro, that broke my mind. I was like, you called <laughs> it. Was, you definitely called it. I was not surprised. That was kind of a... Um, I, I had a feeling that there was going to be some ulterior motive, but like that, that kind of like, I was like, okay, like there's going to be more to this. Why? Why, Sharon? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I just like to point. It makes out, a lot of sense for her, but I'm still kind of like, wow, that wasn't very, that wasn't very climatic at all. Mm-hmm. I just like to point out that 
episode three is called the power broker and that's the same episode that sharon was introduced yeah okay yeah. but i doubt anybody would catch that oh yeah nobody dude nobody new rock stars would have got that oh of course of course they also they also got the uh, the scaffold in the warehouse that they're fighting in was connected yeah. to uh it was also the same scaffold in that they build to use they used to build tony stark's tower right <laughs> same company and everything <laughs> by the way listeners we're not shitting on new rock stars we're just kind of making fun of them <laughs> yeah, we take so many shots at new rock stars but they're actually some of the most interesting videos yeah. breakdowns on the internet it's just we're just making fun of them because they go into really really tiny details that a lot of people don't really seem to care about or well, at least i don't but anyway i don't either <laughs> they, they still I, don't have even, I don't need to know about a roof for shit's sake <laughs> yeah. yeah but they're still great Give them, give them follow. This is a free plug for new rock stars. Go subscribe. Yeah. But anyways, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so after a little bit of that fighting, um, when Carly's just getting so aggressive, then uh, her flag smasher partners receive like that notification on their phone about oh, yeah. like meeting someone <laughs> somewhere, <laughs> and then turns out it's Bucky and Walker. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Uh, that was great. And then Bucky's like, "It's a great app." Oh, oh yeah. so good. Oh, yeah, that was funny. That was probably Marvel trolling fans again that they wanted a massive fight for all the Bucky and Walker teaming up against Flag Smashers. <laughs> and they're like, yep, yeah, this is just an app. We got you. Get in the trucks. At, yeah. yeah. at first, I was kind of confused how we got that app, but then I remembered that he still has that phone from the beginning of the episode when that chick gave it to him. <laughs> yeah, and then, of course, yeah. it goes straight back to Carly and Sam fighting. Yeah, that was intense. That was yeah. And then, like, share like they're fighting and they're fighting, and then Sam's like, "I'm not gonna fight you." And then Sharon pulls up and like shoots, Car- and then it's like, "What? What?" I was actually so pissed that Sharon were doing that. I was like, "Dude, the, the, the intensity of the scene was so built up." Between yeah, those yeah, two characters, because yeah. you got Sam, who's been trying to help this chick out the entire series, and then yeah. Sharon comes out of nowhere and shoots her. I mean, not really out of nowhere, but it was like, no. he, he just shoots yeah. her. And I was like, bro, are you kidding me? Yeah, because Carly also had a gun pointed at Sam, and and if you yeah, if you watch it, um, she's about to shoot him. Like, she's flinching and everything, about to shoot Sam when, when Sharon yeah. shoots her. But yeah, like I yeah, you see, personally... like you see it in your face too. Yeah, yeah. But she like, was, she was, yeah. yeah. Personally, I definitely didn't want Carly to die. If they wanted to do like a really good kind of type character development and stuff like that, yeah. Just with the way her character was, it would have been better not to kill her off. But yeah. whatever. I really didn't. Yeah, I. <laughs> you didn't want Carly to die, but it was like I really didn't care if she did. I really didn't like her because her morality completely changed. Yeah. To just killing innocent people to get what she wants, which is way too. I want to say the. Blah. What's his face? Lamar? Who fought Tony Stark in Iron Man three? Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Mandarin or something. The Mandarin, yeah. Yeah, it was just it was way too Mandarin for me, and I was like, I really couldn't care less for a power hungry villain. Yeah. There's way too many events in film, and she turns into something like that, and I really couldn't care less if she died. It's honestly like every single MCU movie has a villain that's power hungry. Well, most yeah, that, I mean, well, that, that's most, kind of how it works. I mean, and ironically, they are the ones that you forget the most. Like, who are your top? Let's do a little segue. How, what are your most like? memorable villains from the MCU outside of Thanos oh, okay. he... <laughs> <laughs> well um, like he's not he's obviously the most like remembered villain because he's the most recent but he's also one of the best mm-hmm. so Thanos is already at number one so what are the other two that come right to mind well, when it comes to an MCU quick, villain Thanos has a good reason for wanting that power he's a good villain in Infinity War but he kind of he's not that great in Endgame yeah but, well, because so, he's and, no longer the main character. Yeah. He's the main character in Infinity War, but he's no longer the main character in Endgame. 
R two D two is. But his motive <laughs> stayed the same. Yeah, yeah. So they changed the motive, which made him a less effective villain than Infinity War. Yeah, my first thought is but Ultron. Think... <laughs> Ultron spends five minutes on the internet and decides that human rights have to go, and I couldn't agree more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Ultron, I completely agree, is one of the best MCU villains. Killmonger in oh, Black Panther. Yeah. It was, yeah, he was written very well. But I don't I think, think he Loki wanted... was amazing. Everybody knows that. Although nobody really counts him as a villain, so. <laughs> I don't really think he was going more for power. I think he just wanted his rightful spot on the throne. Which, I guess, in a way, is for power. But, I mean, like, compared to the other villains, they just want more power so they can control everybody to what they want. Yeah. He kind of, Killmonger just kind of wanted his, yeah, he just wanted his uh, rightful place. That's it. Well, he, he wanted to use the rightful place to give weapons and tech to yeah. all the uh, black people that were oppressed around yeah. the world, which is a good cause. 100%. Just but on how yeah, you just go about definitely it. not yeah. the right way to do it. Which is what makes a good villain. If they have the right idea, just the wrong ex- execution. But anyways, that's <laughs> Carly just turns to a power hungry psychopath, and when they try to really play her death, I just cared less and less. Yeah. I was like, "Hey, can we move on from this? I don't care." I I did kind of like the shot where Sam was lowering <clears throat> her down in front of everybody but yeah yeah that was yeah bringing it was like a sacrificial lamb kind of thing <laughs> yeah it's kind of like they could have cut that death scene in half and then go right to sam's speech about it because the speech about it was dope oh, i can yeah. appreciate that 100 percent. it was long too it was so good i'm actually though. looking at it right, let's see when does he start talking yeah, the one line that stuck out to me was, I'm a black man carrying stars and stripes in the middle of that, and that just... Whoo, that was just like... That kind of yeah, sums up, like, the racism yeah, in this whole show. Was just under four minutes. But that was yeah. edited, though, so the whole thing raw is probably like ten. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> With two-minute pauses in between sentences. <laughs> Do you imagine... Just two minutes of just panning around and getting the location, and he's just silent for two minutes in between each set in each sentence. <laughs> an hour, the episode is an hour long, but there's silences in between sentences. Yeah, I really liked how Sam uh, tried to reason with the GRC heads, and everybody else was like, "Oh yeah, this is so good," and then. But they, then he was saying, like, they always look at the color first instead of the suit and what it represents. Yeah. Which I originally didn't That's an really... That's an Aiden link, by the way. Aiden? Oh, sorry. Hold on. This is, like, when I... The last ten years, and you watch the MCU, and, like, obviously, like, for me, my favorite Avenger has always been Cap. Yeah. See Rogers, Captain America, whatever. I never watched it when it came to who's behind it. I mean, there, there was kind of a little bit of a, oh, yeah, Chris Evans, let's go, kick ass. But it wasn't like, a, oh, it was a white man doing it versus a oh, black man doing it. Of course not. But it makes, I mean, it, it makes a lot of sense to bring that kind of issue to the table. Yeah, yeah. What, my console will turn off automatically in five minutes. I should probably move something on it yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah like we had the we had the speech then we had like the outro where it's just like we shaping things up we yeah. like learn sharon's the power broker well it, um it goes back to those those uh um like flake smashers go putting put into the truck yeah and then they get like i said up. before like they like one one world one people and yeah. then they die well i think what? that <laughs> But then they get blown up, and then cuts to that old dude in the car, which I found out was actually the butler of Zemo. So, really? oh yeah, oh yeah. No, I was wondering about that. I was like, what? Yeah, at it's first when I saw that, I was like, who the heck then. is this old dude? Yeah. But then I yeah, watched another video, and then, yeah. And then it goes Wait. to Zemo in the raft, and then he hears on the radio, and then looks at the camera, and gives a sly smirk. I'm like, 
Ah, you sneaky. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay, that makes sense now. Like, right when he, like, he turns to the camera, smiles, and then lays back on his bed. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Because he still got his wish of getting rid of those. Well, it's because we don't know who the butler, who who the guy in the car is. That's the thing, right? We should have maybe put two and two together, but. Well, yeah. it was we didn't put two and two together because it's such a small character. We didn't think he'd show up again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I find is also really cool is that right at the end of Sam's speech, when he goes to go talk to Bucky, him and Walker actually nod in respect to each other. He yeah. nods to Walker, and mm-hmm. Walker nods back at him, in re- in full respect, and you can tell just by their faces, and it's just yeah, oh, so good. It's like yeah, part redemption for. Uh, Walker. Walker. Sir John yeah. Walker. Be down to see Wyatt Russell in the castings for the new Captain America movie. Um oh. and then we see his new suit and his name, US Agent, Ooh. which is very, very also canonical. Hey, and so I was thinking bad this, guy. I was thinking of this yesterday night after the episode, but Aiden you left. if I'm if I am Oh, I'm just kind of making speculations, but <laughs> isn't that kind of the fit he has when he's under or not under, but he's joining the Thunderbolts operation? I believe so. Yeah. If that is to be, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, like there's way more to than just this U.S. agent title that he had. I'm pretty darn no, sure they, that's part of the yeah. Thunder Thunderbolts. Yeah, the U.S. agent title is just um. Like synonymous, like it's it's with his like descent into like um, evilhood. <laughs> like yeah, well, like he's, he's becoming. Play I don't know. I don't we'll know how to play. See how yeah. they'll play his villain aspect of wearing the suit because he isn't actually all that bad by the end of this episode, but it could just be the Val person that kind of twists him into. Yep. Being a lunatic. I know, yeah. That's, Which that's... just sucked, because I liked Walker at the end of this. So if they kind of just, like, make him a hateful character again, that's going to be another roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> that will be annoying. Bucky makes amends with Nakasaki, Nakasumi. Just a moment. I didn't quite catch his name in the book. I'm trying to, I'm trying to find that right now. Uh, Nak- I will be kind of honest, the scene Nakasumi. was not as intense as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I was hoping it was a little bit better, too. His uh, confession or whatever, asking for forgiveness, that part? Yeah. I cried. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I Him making up. amends. It didn't do enough for me. I know, still. But... I don't. Kinda got I don't think it needed to go it. into too much detail. It just showed us without showing us. It to- it told us that he he asked for amends, but it didn't show us, and it just kept it going. Yeah. I paused it. At the kind of here, get. I'm not actually sure which name it is. <laughs> it's the. Uh, I think it was the like the, the Nakashomi Nakashami. Nakashimi. Nakasumi. Yeah, I don't really see any of that. There's Kaminsky and there's Kaminsky. Akayami or Akayama. Oh, could and there's Zemo on there too, of course. I wish Zemo had a heart around it. Oh yeah, Hakasima. That's the name. Yeah. Okay. It was it was circled on there. Yeah. On the book. <laughs> yeah, it would have been the one that didn't have a cross through it yet. Yeah. Which I and he like he kind of just like sad. There was no like outburst of rage or like anger. He just kind of left after it. Yeah, that's okay. kind of giving him what space. I, that's what I mean. It wasn't like as intense as I thought it was gonna be because he was thinking it was kind of in the back of his mind the entire series, and then they go and mm-hmm. execute the scene. And it was like, uh, okay, that was kind of lame. Yeah, you kind of get what's going short. on, but yeah, it was cut short, definitely. Hundred percent. And then Sam makes or he talks to Isaiah again, and yeah, after Bucky looks in the uh, a black Captain in the America, cafe. the black Captain America, damn right. 
I was like, let's go, man. Like, Sam Wilson is cap is like some is the best hero transition. I mean, there's only been like one or two, but I am so down to see Sam Wilson kick ass as Captain America. Yeah, I think everyone is. <laughs> Which is kind of like the timing of this thing happening when they bring in a black man playing Captain America. I mean, sure, it's based off comics, but the timing couldn't have been any more perfect. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, the Black Panther movie comes out at the most perfect time, becomes one of the highest box office movies in the MCU. And now you've got a black man putting on the Captain America suit being a symbol of hope. Everyone's yeah. going to be going around like, I'm Captain America now. Not that that's a bad thing, I'm just saying. I'll just yeah, there's, there's an army of Captain Americas. Oh, that would be scary. <laughs> but, I mean, even if it's just regular people, if they don't know how to fight, you're in a problem. You got a problem. Yeah, Then and then they go to the museum. Yeah. Yeah, and that was yeah, that was awesome. very touching. That Ooh. was touching. Amazing. The music mm-hmm. with it too. Oh. That's He's like now they'll never forget. Yeah, and that's like crazy, yeah. And then it goes to the go lucky all happy uh party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the black or it's the black cookout <laughs> with Bucky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bucky just standing there with his arm out. Yeah. Yeah, Such a flirt. Talking to Sarah, of course. It's so good. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, That's kind of where it ends, but then you've got the post-credits scene. Mm -hmm. Well, and and that's where it says Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Should have been Captain America and the White Wolf. Oh, that would be cool. I guess it wasn't totally... It wasn't really mentioned. Yeah. Everyone called him the Winter Soldier, even if it wasn't yeah. his actual thing. But and they mentioned the White Wolf like maybe three times, five times. No more than three, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, they barely mentioned it. Yeah, and then Sharon gets reinstated as Agent Carter. Yep. And then we get that outro where she's like, "Okay, guys, let's sell some weapons." I was like, "What?" what? <laughs> Uh, Sharon. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of ironic because with the whole feminist movement right now, and it's like at the end of this series, I hated two female characters. Yeah, it's okay. like females can be enemies too. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, that's yeah. That, that's all I got for this. So. Yeah, she's, she just kind of seemed to do a team-up with Sam and Bucky just to get reinstated for heroism. Yeah. And now she's going to frick up GRC. She got what she wanted. She was in it for herself. Got what she wanted and dipped. What was your overall yeah. thoughts on the show? Um... Overall, I thought it was uh, a good, like, it was a good, well-rounded show. It, like, it had elements that i enjoyed it also had elements obviously that i didn't enjoy um some things were like well done and some things could have been done better yeah i mean literally tv yeah <laughs> of course i think this season finale episode was better than the season finale of wandavision yeah even sure. though i still do quite like wandavision a lot but this one, I guess, Falcon Winter Soldier series, season one, uh, dealt with current world issues in a well-written and well-rounded way. Like they told yeah. the story and backstory in a good way that people could relate to. I mean, it's kind of like they executed the real-world themes. They kind of killed it 
but then when it came to I hate saying the word I hate saying fan service because it's not really fan service if it's part of telling a good story. But I'm just gonna say fan service just so you kinda know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But so so they nailed the more like the morality themes of racism and all that. And they didn't quite hit on fan service at all, sort of. Yeah. Which was kinda cool, but at the same time it's kinda like you're making a Marvel show. You're gonna have people that are having incredibly high expectations, so obviously you can't please everybody. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're dealing with one of the most insane comic book universes in the world. So go crazy. It's kind of like the whole like all the Star Wars shows coming out. It's like just like for Obi Wan, I want that show to blow numbers compared to Mandalorian and Mandalorian's already blowing numbers. Yeah. But I want Kenobi to just obliterate it. I feel like it'll be more successful because it's Obi Wan Kenobi. Ewan McGregor as Obi Wan Kenobi. He's been around since nineteen ninety nine. Even even then, like they can just if they you can have all the big ass names, Ewan McGregor, Hayden Christensen coming back to play, but if you don't execute the fan service in those in that show, the numbers aren't going to be as good. Yeah. So go crazy on Kenobi. It's kind of like there's a couple aspects where it's kind of like in the in Falcon Winter Soldier where it's kind of like it didn't really do much for me at all. Yeah. Like that massive cameo that there was rumored. Like I don't even know who's the cameo. Yeah. I guess the Val character was kind of the cameo, but I had no idea who she was until we started looking her up. Yeah. And the most cameo we got was Pierre, which is pretty dope because I knew exactly who he was. The Winter Soldier movie was like my favorite MCU movie of all time, and that's the one I've watched the most. And the Iron Patriot at the beginning. Yeah. And the Iron Patriot was kind of cool, but it was like they were rumoring a massive cameo, and I was like, bro, like old man, yeah. old man Steve Rogers, come on, like. But the the end of yeah, the finale really does set up future shows and movies in the MCU coming up. In the next, mm-hmm. like, three years. Yeah. yeah. Which is kind of unfortunate. That's why That's why I said earlier that they could have, they probably had a much different show in mind. Yeah. But because well, of we would have had Black Widow a couple, we would have had Black Widow a couple years ago. These shows we would have had, like, a year before, had not the world been locked down, but oh, yeah, we all True. We got what we got. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Could have been a lot better. Overall, it been a lot different. It's a good show. I, I don't really see myself rewatching it anytime soon, though. No. Yeah. It's like one of those shows that you watch once and then you wait for the next show to come out. Like I haven't watched, I haven't touched the next. Sorry, the the Mandalorian season two at all again. <laughs> like it's just kind of like you yeah. watch it. It's 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 there's in no way is it a bad show. No, no. Like. But you just have no desire to watch it twice because you've already like seen what happens. That is wrong. I have seen episode three, five, six, and eight. Okay, but that's a time. that's a movie though, though, right? That's a movie, not a TV show. It is a TV show. Episode three, season of season. Oh, two. Are you, okay. So you're oh. talking about the you're talking. I definitely thought you were talking about movie. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the TV show. No, he's talking about, you were talking about Mando. Yeah, I'm talking episode three. Of Man of Season 2, Episode 5 of Season 2, Episode 6 of Season 2, and Episode 8. Yeah? Dude, you thought I was talking about movies? Why would I rewatch Yeah, movies, Star Wars? I don't know. Like, you started off saying Episode 3, and I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you said Episode 3, I was like, oh, uh, yeah, Friends of the Sith, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I meant the episodes. Yeah. Yes, I know. Those are my most rewatched Mando Season 2 episodes. Oh, yeah, that's all I, I got. I do have some... Yeah. Does anyone have any thoughts on the show? It was just so good. I don't know. Every <laughs> part. I would personally, I would definitely go back and watch it again. I think the yeah. I think the numbers and the writers and the money from before Disney would appreciate that. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> 
I really hope you heard that because I was on full. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, we yeah, did. We did. Really and then I repeated it. Yes. It was kind of an earache, fellas. I'll tell you that. Actually, it wasn't. That, that's that was fine. reportedly wrapped filming so sorry what hawkeye the tv show with jeremy renner is reportedly wrapped filming its series so it could be getting a release date pretty darn quick with that one and that's about it for mcu but star wars on the other hand there's a, there's a my instagram feed is going apeshit on this so i'm kind of just going along with it the there is a Darth Revan in rumors yeah, to be part of a Disney Plus series. And I am kind of worried about it because they should just remaster the games and make them canon. Yeah. They shouldn't have to do a TV series about them. I don't I don't want anything TV related to do with the Old Republic because they're going to wreck it. Of course. If you see like those animated videos of all those battles between the Jedi and Sith, those are crazy. And I doubt they'll be able to recreate those live action going based on some it's, of like the recent Star Wars live action shows. I don't think like that's the issue to do like the, with action. I'm just saying like if they because there is a bunch of rumors that Brie Larson was going to play Darth Revan but apparently that's a fake rumor and what, I was what? If that was a thing, I would have been very scared because as much as I support the like Oh yeah, give like power to women. Like I, I support that, but if you're going to be changing, I'm pretty sure Darth Revan in the canon novel is is male. So if you change, of course he is, a well-known character from male to female. Fans of the Old Republic are going to lose it. Lose it. That's why it's like yeah. just don't touch the Old Republic. Just remaster the games and make them canon. That's it. Don't. If there, if because there, uh, there's a lot of talk making Bane canon. Archie Bane is already canon, but I mean like a full fledged Bane thing yeah. based on the uh, the Bane trilogy. And I was like, dude, don't touch those parts of canon like that. Especially with the movements now, they're gonna wreck it, and I'm I'm gonna hate it so much. Yeah. Especially if Brie Larson's gonna play Darth Revan, I'm gonna be pissed off. And to put more fuel in the fire. Ryan Johnson was rumored to be dying to direct an episode of The Mandalorian. What I are watched, your thoughts on that? I watched Knives Out last week, and that was also directed by him, and that was amazing. But then you go to his Star Wars movie, it was not. And he that destroyed good. the entire franchise. Yeah. <laughs> During, we need to base like, the entire movie off of. Creating nostalgic feeling for people so that they like it, yeah. Instead of actually writing something original, it's kind of funny because I watched Ben Shapiro's old reviews on The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, and that's like exactly what he said. And he's that's why he he hates Episode Seven and Eight because you make a nostalgic factor, and then you create room for new characters by killing off the ones you actually care about. Yeah. And they made Han Solo kind of a shitty ass character. In seven, mm-hmm. and then in eight, obviously everyone knows what happened in eight. And there's like it, he he thought nine was the best one of the three. Well, it is, which I kind of well agree with. But with Ryan Johnson, it's like I actually have a bunch of little things on that. Yeah, I wouldn't. I I'm not too worried if he directs one episode, whatever. There's bound to be hardcore fans that are not going to like it, no matter what. Like, reasons why Johnson should direct. If he's under Favreau and Dave Filoni, Johnson shouldn't be able to go off in his own direction. So he'd have to answer to the guys who are writing the show. And the guys who actually know the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Like, Johnson's is talented in filmmaking and writing. 
which can come in handy, but don't let him go his own way. That's literally like the biggest thing for me. For me, if he's going to direct, don't let him go off in his own way. He's got to stay in the highway of the plan with Fabro and Filoni. And if he wants to make it, like let's say, let's say in Johnson's mind, he actually feels bad for making Luke the worst character ever. So if he wanted to do a Luke Skywalker episode in The Mandalorian, he is working with Luke in his prime. Yeah. And he can actually make him a dope, badass, <laughs> aggressive character. Just retcon his and own Luke. If, <laughs> yeah. Retcon his own Luke to make amends for sh- making a shitty-ass Luke Skywalker character. And if that's the case, I'd be so down with that, because that episode 8 Luke was supposed to be the best Luke Skywalker, and he was the worst one. And But I do have a little more reasons why he shouldn't direct. Simply on The Last Jedi. That's it. And if Johnson... like you, At the end of every episode, like everything you watch, it says directed by this person. Yeah. And I have a feeling that if the episode is... It doesn't matter how insane the episode is, if it says directed by Ryan Johnson, people are going to hate it. Yeah, if, it's, if Johnson's name comes up at the end of the episode as him directing it, people are going to find all the little critiques of hating it. Which is not the yeah. fairest way to do anything in life. If it is going to be a Luke episode, I would still be scared because you don't know if he's going to screw him up again. And there's there has been a quote of him saying... That a great movie is when fifty percent loves it and the other fifty percent hates it. You can't do that with Star Wars. Well, do that with any random ass story, but don't do that with Star Wars. We it did kind of happen with the prequel trilogy. People hated that first. Now it's called classic. So, so you're telling me the last shot is going to be a cult classic? No, I'm not saying that. Yes. <laughs> that's exactly what he's saying. <laughs> No. For SJW, yes. Sure. Which aren't going to matter in the next five, ten years. SJWs? Yes. They're, they're, they'd almost get worse yeah. in the next five to ten years. Here's the difference. When you have the sequel, like the sequel trilogy will always have plot problems. Yeah. The prequel trilogy doesn't have, uh, doesn't have plot problems compared to the sequels. It's got the dialogue problems. <laughs> but the sequel trilogy also has dialogue problems. Yeah, one being, we don't know how Palpatine's back. Somehow Palpatine returned. Or the, uh, what's the one in the be the spark that lights the fire and will burn down the First Order. What the shit does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. And the <laughs> oh, the animal cruelty on Cato Bite. Oh my word! Don't <laughs> even get me started. I don't want to get started on that. Save the animals, but leave the children. It's like, was that worth it? Rose takes off the saddle off the whatever animal they're called. Now it's worth it. Like that was a lot of wasted screen time, but okay. Oh well. And it's like the Mandalorian is saving the franchise right now. Yeah. So bringing in Ryan is a really massive, stupid, massive mistake. Or it could be a massive mistake. It's a critical choice that could make or break many things. Literally. I personally don't want him to. If he wants to do anything Star Wars, do something un- unrelated to the Skywalker yeah. timeline. But I love Knives Out. I own it. Yeah. I just, I've seen it uh, three times. Just I don't, actually still need to watch it. Don't touch Star Wars. It's a very well done film. Of course. I mean, with Ryan Johnson, you kind of know that he's going to twist things up. So, there's that. Yeah, if that's all you have, I have another... Thing about Marvel related. All right, all right. Switch gears. Actors that are going to be in future films and shows, and my favorite one for Thor: Love and Thunder is Christian Bale as the main villain. Oh, you didn't know that? No, I knew that. I'm just saying, like for those who don't. Oh man, 
and Amelia Clark for uh, Secret Invasion. You're telling me that Batman is going to fight Thor? <laughs> Wait, what one is this? Is I, have to, I have to open up that picture again. Uh, it's not JPC, it's the uh, other one. Oh, okay. I didn't actually read <laughs> you know any of those WandaVision nominated stuff. Elizabeth Olsen for the best performance in the show. Dude, I am going to vote this shit for that, dude. Hell yeah, of course. <laughs> okay, how long ago was it? I can't find it. Uh, I literally scrolled go. twice and it was up there. Christiane Bale. Thor Love and Thunder. Amelia Clark. Secret Invasion. Olivia Olivia Coleman. Secret Invasion. Marshala Ali. Marshala Ali. Meyer Shalak. Is that Blade? Blade. Yeah, okay. And then Eternals, Richard Madden, and Kit Harrington. And then for Loki, Owen Wilson. Wow. Where has Kit Harrington been in other content? Did I recognize him? <laughs> I don't know. Where do you have you seen Amelia Clark before? Game of Thrones. Oh, I've never seen Game of Thrones. Hey, yo, who's who's got that background noise on? Probably uh, Aiden. Yeah, Amelia Clark and Richard Madden and hey, Aiden are all from. Uh, so I know I have, I have sound on. <laughs> Well, I knew Amelia Clark was in Game of Thrones. It's kind of hard to miss that. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. Did you guys know? So, Julia Louis Dreyfus. Do you guys actually Dreyfus? know? Who? Dreyfus. You know what she's originally from? I don't even no. know that name. She's from Seinfeld. If you've ever seen yeah. that show. Oh, I've never seen and any it of that. Took me, it took me until you did this photo, or until you sent this thing, for me to figure it out and go, <laughs> wait a minute. And then I was like, dude. Uh, she, plays, she plays Elaine in Seinfeld. Uh, I mean, it looks like a dope casting list for the MCU. I only know three of them from other stuff they've been in, and the other five, I'm like, eh. Oh, I'm trying to think. I'm just hyped that Christian Bale's in the MCU. Just <laughs> Batman is canon in MCU. <laughs> I doubt that. Where's Owen Wilson from again? Night at the Museum. Museum. <laughs> uh, well, the, I don't uh, really know. Yeah. Jedediah or something like that. Night at the Museum. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's all I got. A little bit of a Ryan Johnson rant. He can do great things. Just don't put him on Star Wars. Thanks so much for listening, everybody, to Jabba's Pick Crew Episode 8. <laughs> uh, we'll be here mm-hmm. again next week. The same format. Um, thank you, Cody, Aiden, and Adrian. You're welcome. Yeah. See you guys next Ciao. time. Ciao for now, big boy. Oh, 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 oh.